All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Talks, the official podcast of the LACatway.com. I am your boy Daka with my two co-hosts, Blue and Niall. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. <laughs> I just did it this time <laughs> just because. Go we ahead. be fucking up. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. Tell oh, uh, well, this is your boy Blue. I'm about to say you really did his like. I'm the only person who really. I'm. I'm sunflower Shakur. You fucked up this time. Should just let us fuck up. I know. I love you. I love you too. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're joined by our special guest today. Woo! Woohoo! Special guest. Hey, hello, hi, and I will actually introduce myself this time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I am Ken Sings. I am the current reigning Mr. Ultra Continental USA 2019. Um, Ken Sings, that's that bees me. Ken sings and Ken yes. sings because he actually can right. sing too. All right, Play sing right now. Mm-hmm, no, because it's still early in the morning. Just sing you one. know, Just singers. Sing you know how it is. Sing Blue the Folgers commercial. <laughs> you know, not the Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> Before I wake yeah, up, <laughs> see, I did it. And I can't sing. It's Folgers in your car, girl. You do you. It's okay. We'll revisit. We'll revisit. Because I thought about that. I was because that's typical for me. That's a lot of. There's a lot of people that say, your last name is Sings. Did you change your name like that? I'm like, no. Well, can you really sing? And I'm like, yeah. Well, can I hear something? You people know, so on the way her. here, <laughs> this is how I always. knew that I, how I know that, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it because I did at least try in my car mm-hmm. and it didn't come out. It didn't come out. Mm-hmm. So at least he tried. So, so he yeah. knew, but yeah. he was like, nah. Yeah, let me test the water. <laughs> at least you're honest with yourself about that. Because I, you know, there's some people that I just be like, should I tell them or should I let the industry tell them? <laughs> and I've, I've, I've decided I'm going to just let the industry mm-hmm. That's not nice. Well, I if I've I was honest to a friend and I told him my honest opinion about his work and I have not heard from him since. And that's why he took it the wrong way. That's and, it, it and that's why is. I was but just like, probably you know, a real friend. You are a real huh? He probably appreciates it now. Yeah. No, he does not because I ain't heard from him since. But I'm saying and he'll <laughs> never let you he'll never let you know that though. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I didn't insult I just said maybe because I know me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a... if it's not a I guess a hit. I'm not, I can't hear it. Like Lupe Fiasco's album Lasers, I believe it was. I don't think I liked it when I, I know, I know I didn't like it when I first heard it. And then I heard it like five years later and I was like, yo, this is a great album. What was I doing? And I wasn't listening to it the way I needed to. So I told her, I said, maybe I'm not listening the way I need to listen to your music at this point in time. And maybe it's just me. Thanks. But this is my impression of your music and it was a lot going on yeah a lot even the title of the album was like 47 words it was a lot going on and i was just and i was just like you know i think you have a lot of different ideas that you wanted to have in your project but you couldn't figure out a way to make them cohesive Mm. and some you know like coco chanel said put everything on take stuff off Mm. so that's what he needed to do with his work and that's not what he did and i I haven't heard from him since well we'll see but Ken told me to tell y'all y'all can't sing, dance, or act, and I will. All right? <laughs> and that's that. I don't think that's what he did. <laughs> He's looking like, wait a minute. I think he yeah. just said, be honest, don't let the industry get on it. On here. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come, I'm, actually, I'm not going to lie. I kind of tuned y'all out just a little bit. Just looking. I'm like, it's wait, okay. Ken said what? <laughs> <laughs> that happens sometimes. Well, right now, there's only three right now. In the morning. Mm. I'm surprised three are like holding strong. We live, baby. Right. <laughs> Because you know me, I'll still be in the bed. Yeah. Okay. I, I log in and say, oh, okay, bye. That's what, that's exactly where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I was like, Damn. And I seen it was cloudy today. 
Well, I'm glad we all made it out for this auspicious yeah. occasion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so something we like to do here, we have a couple little segments that we like to run through first, just okay. to kind of talk about what's going on in the world. So today, I have, I finally came up with a name for my segment, yay, after yeah. like three weeks. It's called Street Chats, what's there going on in the streets. So today I have just like three things. What? Hmm? Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> Starting early, aren't we? <laughs> oh, I've been started with you. You, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say this was a whole almost twelve hours ago. You know what? <laughs> Moving on. So, in today's news, in pop culture and fashion news, this is my pop culture and fashion segment. I have a couple things I just want to run by y'all. See what y'all think. All right. So, New York Fashion Week. Woo! Yeah. New York Fashion Week has been happening. There's been some cool shows so far. My favorites have been like the Pierre Moss show and the show The Savage. Fenty yeah, show. That's been getting a lot of... I've been seeing that so much. I Rihanna. Get, yeah. I got to get Amazon Prime so I can watch it when they, when they show it on the 20th. I think <clears> it is. Because <throat> I don't have Amazon Prime. So <laughs> the Cheeto fashion show. Oh, girl. Is that uh, sponsored by Cheeto? It was a forever, it's Forever 21 because they have a hot Cheeto line that they came out with. And wonder why they're in bankruptcy. Wondering, <laughs> but we had your girl Sweetie performing at that in Flaming Red, and then uh, we had her performing at the Pretty Little Thing fashion show. I think I showed y'all those pictures mm -hmm. with Ashanti and uh -huh. Lil Kim. And, <laughs> oh, okay. you yes, know, picture of it was an event. <laughs> Ashanti looked, um, and the thing is, I love Ashanti, she, she looks great, she her Megan, body is great. She but had that the Megan Thee Stallion on, she had on this itty bitty, bitty teeny tiny striped bikini. Oh, wow. like, I love it though. I have to see the pictures. Okay, pussy smudged. I don't know. I didn't like it for her body. <laughs> but, it's just... but no, I, I about to say she definitely has worn far more becoming outfits for sure. And, and mm -hmm. that wasn't. Know. It wasn't. It wasn't for her this time. Yeah, that one wasn't. Because any can, other time, it, it I can see if she really like nice. came out with some new music or something. But you, you what out here singing has. the same song. But I'm saying she was singing a, a old hit. Yeah. While she was in the fit. And <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> roll, yeah, we need to get a camera in here because y'all got to see my facial expressions are terrible. I apologize, but this is terrible. It's yeah. just not the greatest for her, and she's she's executed some. Like, but I honestly, oh, I yes. honestly yes. think <clears throat> that. Let's say we didn't know who Ashanti was. Uh -huh. And she came out in that outfit. And Meg came out in that outfit. No, I prefer Ashanti in that outfit before Meg. I, I don't will know say why, that the fit was, was better. I prefer Ashanti in that outfit before I prefer Meg. Because you know what the problem is with Megan's outfits, though? And I've pointed this out mm -hmm. before. Is that we know that she's going for the hot girl aesthetic and all that jazz. But like... For me, her titties just be too high. Like they just look like they it, hurt. I just, They're just so she up just, there. Yeah, she just never looked comfortable, and she don't. Yeah. I don't think that's her. I really don't think she's dressing as herself, and it just doesn't seem like it's the image she truly mm -hmm. cares to portray. And I'm not saying sex because we all agree that sex is fine, sexy mm -hmm. is fine, no clothes is fine. Mm -hmm. It's just about how you present it on your body, and I don't think she's, I don't think she's found it. I don't think she's found it. Yet. I thought her look for uh, the savage. Didn't like promotion. it. I liked it. I did she not looked like, like, it. like it a black, black Jessica Rabbit. I got black Jessica Rabbit as well, yeah. and I I did not like it. It just didn't 
it didn't look real. It didn't look it authentic didn't look comfortable to me. To me. It, yeah, that's my exactly, point. Yeah. She just never looks comfortable. But see, I thought she looked comfortable. Well, maybe because I saw her little video beforehand where she was, you know, When she's twerking. moving, when she's just standing, like, I think her posing needs work yeah. also. Yeah, her posing definitely. That would be me yeah. as a celebrity. Ken, what do you think? All my pictures going to be <laughs> Well, ugly. you know, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't, oh, you know, no you know. We'll you show me a picture, I'll let you know what my, yeah. right. what my no, opinion we'll is about it. But Here comes the eye but anyway while i'm pulling that up but that's that so fashion week is still happening um moving on next in the styling streets have any of y'all seen styling hollywood on netflix i have not but i've been meaning to at least you know catch a couple episodes because i know that it's it's giving a new um perspective i guess you can say Mm -hmm. from um just came in yeah. You know, they're not, they they portray themselves as not growing up as in a, a toxic type of family mm-hmm. household, I guess you can say. But um, <clears throat> they just portray themselves as a, a regular couple. You yeah. get what I'm saying? That so just happens people, to you, Right, exactly. And that's the narrative that we need to see more of for, you know, the LGBTQ plus all that. But no, it's, it's really good. From what I heard, the reviews are really good. So I, I yeah. do want to. It's a good show. Talking about the show on Netflix, y'all probably aren't going to watch it. But being that I have a little baby is honestly not the reason why. I'll show you her later. It's honestly not the reason I watch the show. Erin's always like, that's not on for her. It's on for me. It's called Archibald's Next Big Adventure, I believe. And it's hilarious. And there's this episode. And um, it's new on Netflix. And there's this episode that, um, a whole gay episode whole episode is it a cartoon so, mm-hmm. oh. so the um my first notice of it was they had like this um rupaul looking llama hmm. um and he was the announcer for a competition and then um later in the episode he he's a fashion designer also so later in the episode he's talking like fashion with everybody and like um he does this fashion show and then um, there's like these scenes where I forgot what they were doing, but um, oh, he had too many, um, too much of his favorite cereal. So they was figuring out creative ways to do it. And one of the ways was throwing it at a wedding. And when the couple came to run through the rice, it's a gay couple. And it was like very obvious. They're both mm-hmm. in tuxedos. And it's like, yeah, the happy couple. And I was like, yo, I'm so happy they're doing this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I first noticed it. Um, they always say SpongeBob, but for me, I really is um, amazing. I don't SpongeBob. grieve with SpongeBob, but Amazing World of Gumball. They oh, had love a Love show. is Love episode that's too. That's that's so I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to introduce, but I feel like it's not blatant. It's only blatant because you're an adult. Right. And you know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And all they're showing is love is love. And this is something that you're going to be introduced to. <laughs> and it's not going to just randomly pop up. Right. You know, it's just like, and this is what life is. The thing is, just my brief soapbox on that is that I love people love to confuse just exposure to now you have to like do this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is you're exposing someone to something so they can get acquainted with it and be like, I recognize what this is. So mm-hmm. I'm not acting like a fucking asshole when yeah. I see it in real exactly. life. You know, it doesn't mean like, oh, now my kid's going to be getting this. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's, that's all I have to say about that's, that. Ignorance. That's very. I got something to say about it that. It is very. I, yeah, I have so much to yeah. say about that, but I don't want to go into you know. Too, too oh, we'll, we'll get into it with your interview <laughs> for sure. Because mm-hmm. I have some questions. <laughs> not sure everyone else does too. But um, but good. I'm gonna check that out actually. Yeah, you know, it's, I love it's such a cute show. It, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. 
But Styling Hollywood, good show on Netflix. Season one is out. I finished the season. It's a good show. It's definitely like more relatable because it's two black men. They're they're married, but they have a successful business, black owned business. They work mm-hmm. with a lot of black clients. Mm-hmm. Like they have a styling side, which is Jason Bolden. He's a stylist and he works with like Yara Shahidi and Taraji and like all these other girls. Um, and then they have a interior design side that Adair, the other um his husband runs and they do stuff for like Sanaa Lathan and Gabrielle Union. Like so it's just like all this like black boy and black girl magic just all together. This is great. I can't wait till you're in those limelights and I'm just like sitting back doing nothing but being your mutual. (laughs) I'm gonna be rich because my friends are rich. (laughs) I was always gonna be I loved your card for my birthday too. Oh thanks. They both like my card. It was so cute. cute. (laughs) Whenever I said I was I really thought I, it was a car with a rooster in it, and I just knew there was going to be a cock joke in there, and there wasn't. And I was and like, she what actually is wrote, She wrote that in the card. <laughs> I didn't even. I don't even know what the card actually says besides "Happy Birthday." I don't either. I just remember her writing. I definitely thought it was going to be a cock joke, but anyway, right? Happy birthday, and I was like, mine was like, I'm so yes. proud to be your mutual. I'm like, ah. but anyway, that's all I have this week. Anyone else want to go? Did y'all want to go? You, you know go my now? segment's last. Okay, yours yeah. is last. Okay, you want to jump into yours in the yeah, middle? Yeah, we'll jump into Blue's Eye. And, go ahead. You know, go into that you know, lifestyle segment. Um, there's been a lot in politics, although I did not get the Wait, catch. Y'all both got names for y'all segments? Yes. You slacking. I've and had a name for I don't even weeks. know. Like, Blue Eye? <laughs> what are you? Street chat. Street chat. Tranquil tape run. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Next time, I'll drag it out. Right. All these questions and more. <laughs> you have to end the episode to figure it out. Uh, I got to Just take week. your time. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. I'm pretty sure you're going to come up with yeah. something by the time we get to you. The pressure's on. The pressure. The blood pressure. He's putting it on you to have it today. Today. Mm-hmm. We said next time on Dragon Ball Z, but, you know, this episode, it's up to you. <laughs> we're on Dragon Ball GT at this point. Right. <laughs> but it, the Democratic debate was the other day, and I did not get to watch it. I actually forgot it was coming on. I did too, However, actually. I did see a lot about Beto having a really good shining moment with gun control and what he said. Um, so when asked about it, I guess other candidates up there kind of you know, pussyfooted around and came out with some things. And he just basically came out and was like, hell yes, we taking your AK-15 and your AK-47s. Someone said it, finally. And I was like, wow, somebody actually said it and had Because you don't to say need it. them. You don't need what them. What the fuck are you doing with that yes, gun? Exactly. What deer did you have to kill with nine with rounds? That gun? You can't even do it because it's going to shred them up. So it's like, they're right. not for hurting, hunting purposes at yeah. all. No. So it's what's the point of having them? And my like, take on that is, if you feel like you need or want an AK-47, AK-15, enlist in the military. Yeah. But Thanks. most of these people are too scared to list, enlist in the military because and they're then afraid of And then I don't even know because I know somebody who was in the military did had a gun and then popped it off in a goddamn college apartment complex and had to get his gun wow. revoked. Mm. So. See, the craziness of it yeah. all. Yeah. I actually did my, <laughs> what was it, uh, high school senior exit mm-hmm. uh, project. Yeah, on gun Oh, yeah, you went to Vance. I was like, yo, I you're from like, here. Right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we remember those. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, um, but, yeah, it was more so it had to do uh, with um, household members who have kids. Mm. So, yeah. 
Um, me and my mate were talking about that because he's always like, get a gun, get a gun, get a gun. Uh, one, because he a felon. He just wanted me to get a gun. <laughs> but two, he because <laughs> he, but like, he does make good points about like where the world's going to be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, one day, like somebody, you know, certain, and then the situation, um, it was a situation where it was a guy shooting in the parking lot. And this black man started shooting back at him. And he was like, oh, shit, I ain't expect mm-hmm. nobody else to have a gun. Right. And so yeah, he stopped. We, we yeah. So um, so he's like in situations like that. And then he's talking about like teaching kids. Like you see the kids on the news. The burglar comes in the house. And like the, this is my favorite one. is the little country boy. Um, burglar came in the house. He said, I told him I was going to shoot him. And he didn't believe me. I guess yeah, he thought I, I wasn't going to do it. And I shot him. He was and crying like him. a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. That yeah. is adorable. It's How so old funny. was the kid? He was like Seven. Yes. Seven. And, I mean, hey. And and I've seen stories about that where it's just like they know not to touch it. They know mm-hmm. where it's at. They know mm-hmm. how to use it. They know how to put the safety on, take the safety off. It's all about the education. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. and it's I and I get educating. that. And I want to have that education. I want to and I want to start doing that because I do agree. And you know, I do. I'm like zombie apocalypse happens. I need to ready. be ready. Okay. Yeah. Needs to be ready. Because a machete but, ain't gonna do much good. <laughs> okay. But it's in, it's very imperative that any type of topic that we want. N- our kids not to be afraid to have or not be as intrigued um, immature, uh, immaturely, I guess you mm-hmm. can say, mm-hmm. because you have those sex talks mm-hmm. beforehand. So they won't go on this, you know, not knowing the, the consequences of having sex and unprotected sex mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Um, and then that stems from knowing how to handle a gun and when to handle a gun and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Um, about homosexuality and things of that nature and just all the different well, things. Well, if you're a cognitive parent who actually cares, mm-hmm. you're doing all You're doing things. all that beforehand. Yeah. Right. You know, so when they're introduced or put in that predicament, they know how to handle mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. And they won't be ignorant. And they know how to ask a question without sounding ignorant. They mm-hmm. sound like I'm really intrigued and I want right. to know more. Not I'm asking to embarrass you. Correct. Or like, mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And Correct. speaking on that, other part of my segment here um i wanted to touch on a few things on with it so mm-hmm. the first thing is with uh sam smith so he came out mm-hmm. as non-binary right um and he had a nice little you know write-up about it talking about the challenges that he's faced with himself with dealing with that they they, they yes that they face with dealing with that and who's that sorry oh sam it's, smith his yeah. pronoun their pronouns are now they and they're not so when I'm talking about a single person, I still have to say they and there because they're non-binary. Yeah, they're so non-binary. he and she, him, her doesn't apply. Yes. Mm-hmm. So non-binary. Yeah. Don't apply to be my friend because I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's hard. I can't. Th- Only I can't because I am so cognitive about, about my, you know, my dialogue and just how I, mm-hmm. you know, I talk, and that's improper to yeah. me. Yeah. I can't refer to you as plural when you're singular. Yeah. yeah. That's, but, that's I mean, what, I understand that I there's it. a whole different realm and different, you know, things that's going right. on. So mm-hmm. I have to respect that. I'm just call you a name. Yeah. That's that. I that have a friend that easiest. does that, you know, is non-binary. And when I don't want to mess it up, I just kind of refer in third person just so I don't mess it up. Even like when I'm mm-hmm. talking about them, my parents are like, oh, how's so-and-so? I'm like, well, so-and-so is fine because I don't want to, because I still see yeah have that you know mm. preconception of the, the past that, yeah it's like yeah. i know this is your present so like i want to respect that but like i still forget so he doesn't like people to call him by his name they don't they don't like that 
So his name is off limits. He can't even be called. No, no. He can't be referred to as Sam. He has to be called they. But they, no, they're they saying have that to be called they. Their pronouns are they. they you can still call them by their name. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna say, not instead of saying, oh, I'm talking about Sam Smith, he didn't know it's they. they. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Or Sam Smith. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm a third. Yeah. So I thought that you was know what? something that was. It pretty makes me weird. think about APA, APA, right? I don't know if y'all still, I'm still in school. Oh, yeah. So, um, I have to use it at work. But yeah. you have to, <laughs> but in APA writing, they don't want you to ever say, like, um, he found mm -hmm. blah blah blah. They want you to repeat the person's name yeah. every mm -hmm. single time. Yeah, so it kind of makes me think it like that. I can, I can do it like that, but yeah. I can't do the I can't do the they, they the and, they program. Yeah. Like I was just correcting. I don't know. I don't know if you know this. But I was correcting you the whole entire time. Like you, you said he and I said the sentence again with they put into it or there, and it's just like that is so hard. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. I'm just have to yeah. call your name. But it makes me wonder, like what what's What's gonna happen with Sam Smith as an artist moving forward? The white guy? Is he? Is mm -hmm. I mean yeah. the white person? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes. Person? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. Make no. sure. I don't know. So recently they brought up uh, Vice President Pence. Uh, some past statements from the '90s of him saying, you know, his stance on LGBT. Oh, uh -huh. it, well, they had LGBT for past because now we know it's QAI plus. Mm -hmm. um, and he says that you know homosexuality and all those things. He are said, or a is he choice. saying? No, he said. Well, he still stands by that. Okay. Um, and if people don't know, it was a neighbor state to my home state of Ohio, where he was governor in Indiana, mm -hmm. and he is one of the people that have some of the most problematic views on lgbt communities as well as like to the point where he actually is for like the shock therapy thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um they brought that up i'm not sure exactly why i know it's election season this thing in the third we also know that there's so many things going on with you know trans rights and trans movement mm -hmm. and i'm sure that's probably why it was brought back up but it was a statement where you know 1992 he said he thinks it's a choice which brings me to the uh, Malik Yoba conversation mm -hmm. with Breakfast, Bre the Breakfast Club, and talking about his attraction to trans people, mm -hmm. and it was kind of like it was in that moment in there, and we talked to Cherry about this, mm -hmm. and it was kind of like in that moment where it was like they weren't listening for understanding a little bit. It was like they were listening and really kind of go off of the whole, like okay is still a guy type of thing or you know yeah. it's kind of like a little immaturity in in mm -hmm. the thing i mean it's charlamagne yeah, yeah. yeah. and i was you like okay can you more so from yeah. about the genitalia right and it was right. like can you listen to kind of help your listeners this is a prime moment to ha actually have a platform use it yeah talk to your listeners and help them understand for the ones that really don't know right. and yeah. i don't think that was if i was only um i would never have gone on that show to do that that's that is that, that's that's not that's not the on. type of show because like you said Charlemagne has shown time and time again how ignorant he is Very. and it's you why would you bring a controversial topic to the show even if they called you why would you mm -hmm. go to the show mm -hmm. thinking expecting that you was gonna go on that show and do what you wanted to do mm -hmm. which was actually <clears throat> speak on something that a lot of people don't speak about and stir up some you know what ifs yeah. that people yeah. you know probably think about and I know I. I no, I know everybody has had um, a thought that is homosexual, 
And you might not act on it. You might not want to act on it, but you might have the fucking thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you so. know, psychology shows that, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, everything's a fucking shows spectrum. That. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything's a spectrum. There is no clear you, mm-hmm. black and white. If we actually learned all the different um, chromosomes yeah. and um, the way they can link up and all that stuff, we'll be here forever. We Our pages to check yes. which we are will be so fucking mm-hmm. thick. Yeah. That's why they just created these little boxes like... Most people fit in this, and most people mm-hmm. fit in that. So yeah. let's let's. This is the majority. This is the normative. But if mm-hmm. one day we all decided that red meant go and green meant stop, mm-hmm. and we all were in agreement, mm-hmm. then that's the new normative. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just all about because what we choose to agree in with. many different, mm-hmm. many yeah. different areas with that. Exactly. I think that's what we're. That's what I feel is the only goal of any of this is to just. I don't even like saying the word normalize because it makes because it just puts it that was always other you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like we're nor- like when people are like oh you're normalizing homosexuality you're normalizing transgender it's like well it's not abnormal it's right, right. it's not abnormal what we're doing is like the only thing that's happening is like okay hey recognize that these type of people exist and just respect that they exist as people that's literally all Ooh. that's being said i, I was watching you. glee and i don't know if y'all seen like up to season 4 of glee but they had a character on their name wade unique Whatever his last name was. Was it the dark, the the black guy, or black person? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And um, it, she identifies as a woman, but obviously she was born a boy, mm-hmm. and um, she wanted to perform as unique, and everybody was like, mm, no, but um, like later in the show, it was just like this transformation of unique and i feel like i kind of watched the actor transform as well Mm -hmm. when it came to that and i just i don't know i'm all for it i am all for being who you want to be on the inside and i can't decide how you feel on the inside that is not up to me Mm -hmm. to decide how you feel on the inside i don't know what celebrity just said it oh um he's a rapper jadena no I'm, I'm no, he he's like he was in jail. Kevin Gates, um, oh. he said that shit ain't my business. I am I'm in my fucking lane. Like he said that shit not hurting me. That's not my business. That's nothing mm. for me. Like it's not. I'm not doing it. It's not. It's not bothering me. Like I'm staying in my fucking lane. I feel like that's where we all should be. Like in our fucking lane, mm-hmm. minding our goddamn business because that's just just not like when you don't feel right on the inside. I know I'm as normal as it fucking gets sort of mm. and it's just like i know i don't all oh, i didn't used to feel completely myself on the inside and it took me a journey and like yeah i still came to be this i don't know what i am but you're sexually you. i am me sexually but you're just you yeah but you it's know, just it's like and i don't like. care to put labels on it for real for real because mm. it just it gets too muddled there you go so, yeah. but it's just like you just got to be you and i love that they show that stuff in shows i don't think it's um I don't think it's abrasive. I think it's just something, like we were talking about earlier. It's just something that needs to be done. Period. And you have to have the conversation because, oh, that's where I was getting to. In the show, they brought um, up Shakespeare mm-hmm. and how Shakespeare, so Shakespearean time, they used men mm-hmm. for all so roles. Women. So it was like, how come when the white misogynist wants to be like no mm-hmm. no women allowed in the show we'll do it we'll dress up as women it's cool mm-hmm. 
But then when people are actually embracing themselves, mm-hmm. and it's just like, nah, nah, that's no. wrong. You can yeah. only you act can't that do, way. You can't yeah. be that way. Exactly. It's like, uh, we was doing this for play play. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can't be doing that for And it's like, right. I was doing like, it for play play too, but then I was like, this dress feels nice. <laughs> I like how it feels on me. I look good. It. And <laughs> I look better in it than her. That's why I got cast in the Okay. Speak. So it's just like, it's just so many different levels to it. But at the end of the day, I think the biggest level Mind literally mind your business and drink your water you should have sat there and ate your food all day oh man all right that's a whole topic for me too because that co you know that coincides with my community platform so let's get into that yeah, though. Let's get into yeah. it. so okay first on. and foremost go all right go ahead go live now go live gotta go live baby go live baby <laughs> all right so you are the reigning mr ultra continental yes okay so i Speak for myself, maybe for them too as well, but what just for it? me, please. Because I did, we tried to do some research. And mm-hmm. I was like, I know it's definitely a pageant mm-hmm. based, you know, title, mm-hmm. but I'm not exactly sure. I'm not familiar. Okay. So can you just give us a little break? And so, can you also kind of tell us how you yourself discovered the sure. pageant? I will give you the rundown of how I, I guess, got introduced into pageantry. So, um, and then I'll answer your question yeah. as far as Mr. Ultra Continental USA goes. So, um, I want to say in 2017, um, one of my photographers, he, um, he hit me up and was like, Hey, have you heard about this pageant called the Mr. Mr. United States? Um, so I was like, no, I haven't. He was like, I think this is a, a really good fit for you. Um, you're always doing some positive work in the community as is, um, and you you just be a, a really good candidate. So I was like, okay, never done a pageant before, but you know, I'm in front of a camera, so I don't see why it should be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So um, I competed, um, represented North Carolina. Um, I did not win Mr. United States for... Um, <clears throat> some scandalous reasons i will say that much when you get into the the realm of pageantry um there sometimes can be some biased opinions and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and it's it's just so many layers you guys when it comes to male pageantry Mm -hmm. let me say that um because it's it's taboo for a male to be in a a male pageant. Mm-hmm. The only time that it's deemed okay for a male to be in some type of competition, it's going to be bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, mainly because society frowns upon, you know, men doing anything that's considered flamboyant mm-hmm. or right. girly or, or things of that nature. So um, the majority of the contestants of Mr. United States um, in other pageantries as well, as far as like males, um, they tend to be homosexual, mm-hmm. um, mainly because we're the most comfortable in our skin, um, in being portrayed as uh, beauty, mm-hmm. I guess you can say. So, and to sum it all up, I personally felt as though they picked the winner that was more, um, I don't want to say masculine, but appeared mm-hmm. to be that. 
you know, because they wanted to bring in more of the heterosexuals mm, to gotcha. pageantry okay. versus have your stereotypical homosexual to be the face of what is meant to be a heterosexual, an, an all-around opening for a male pageantry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was... I'm sorry, it was rigged. It was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it put a very nasty taste in my mouth because I know I prepared for that and I I presented my best foot forward. Um, and not saying that I was owed that title, but I know that there were a lot of contestants that, you know, qualified to be that title holder mm-hmm. that did not win. Um, so I kind of took a step back from pageantry. Not only that, it was a combination of I'm not so cookie cut, you know, I'm not always politically correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very, you know, just transparent and just me. And, you know, sometimes a lot of times I cuss, uh, you know, so I, I, I just know as a, a title holder, you have to be politically correct. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Mm. So I was like, well, maybe this is just not something for me. So I did away with pageantry for, I guess, a good couple of months or whatever and then the founder of mr um mr and mrs and team um ultra continental usa um rahelio he contacted me because he seen i was active in pageantry from my former pageant that i competed in and he was like hey i want you to compete in my pageant um you were phenomenal as you know the current mr north carolina and i want you to take on the title as mr um, North Carolina in my pageant and compete. And I will say that I <laughs> I was like, ah, nah, bro, because it costs money. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot of monetary investments that you have to do. Um, and there's a an application fee. And you're not guaranteed to win the title. So it's, 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 it's a gamble. I will say that much. So I was like, I don't know, you know, I I just want to make sure that if I do compete, I want this to be um, fair across the board. There can't be any favoritism um, and all of that stuff. So he he reassured me that Um, and just I can tell from the conversations that we had via Instagram that he was very passionate about it. And he was more so worried about, you know, what the contestants would gain from it and not him getting so much of the game I guess you can say so um I went ahead and agreed to compete and became Mr. North Carolina um went to Miami and competed and won um it was such a such a invigorating moment mainly because I know I put forth a lot of energy and effort to becoming Mr. Ultra Continental USA and it paid off and uh, the most I will say the most emotional part of that was to have my mom there mm-hmm. um, she was there for the Mr. United States pageant as well but for her to be there and see me win that title and know how passionate I was it was it was just amazing um, so my community platform is redefining society's definition of what it means to be a man. Mm. Um, So I wanted to focus more so on the inner characteristics and qualities of a man. Um, 
unfortunately, we're living in a society that only identifies with the things that we view on the outside. Mm-hmm. Right. So boys and the men that are left outside of this man box, this hypothetical, imaginary man box, um, they're called the exact opposite of a man. So weak, sexually gay, mm-hmm. um, mama's boy, emotional, um, skinny or something like that. Everything that's deemed completely opposite. So in order for you to be inside that man box, you have to be masculine. You have to have a deep voice. You got to have muzzle, muscles. You got to have money, the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You can't you show your... Mm-hmm. You need uh, a muzzle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't show your emotions and things of that nature. Um, you have to play sports and, and just all of this toxic stuff and hyper-masculine um, things that a lot of males don't meet the criteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not because they're not a man. It's just they don't, you know, somebody don't like to play sports or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want to have muscles or what may have you. Um, but you can't sit there and say that they're not a man because mm-hmm. they don't meet society's definition of what it means to be that. So growing up, um, I struggled with that. Um, being outside of that man box because I didn't always have a deep voice. Um I wasn't as intrigued with sports, you can say. Um, I did play sports. I don't, I don't want to say like my mom forced me, but um, she was dating a, a man who was a football coach, and he had kids. Um, but they were all about sports. That's all they did was sports. And I was a little chunky then. So <laughs> they were like, man, you need to. You're going to be a yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they kind of like. I just I just got involved with sports with with that being said. Um and it was a way for me to kind of mask who I really was mm. and kind of um satisfy what society wanted me to be mm-hmm. as well as my father. My father was just and still is um this hardcore gangster, you know, and mm-hmm. here I am, you know, essentially gay but trying to find myself at the same time yeah, so right. I was singing and just doing all the artsy things and didn't want to go outside and and play sports like I was outside guy or boy um you know I rode my bike and stuff like that I did all that but I just didn't want to play sports right, you know right. that wasn't my go-to I wanted to sing and, and model and things of that nature but my flamboyant ways because my mom raised me and my grandmother raised me. He wasn't really in my life like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked up more of the feminine qualities that um, was more present to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like I was having to overcompensate for who I essentially was at that time. But I was a kid, so you know I only mimic what was in front of me. Mm-hmm. So it's exactly. not like I, I really had a choice in as far as that goes but i was still i knew deep down inside that i was still attracted to males yeah um as well so growing up in a household like that i felt like that made it more complex for me to love myself and be myself mm-hmm. and just just start to know who i was mm-hmm. so with kids nowadays it's, it's just so imperative for us to be able to instill in them that it's okay to be yourself. Yeah, It's okay to not be afraid to go against the grain. 
and just truly be yourselves. Um, Unfortunately, those who are going with the grain Mm -hmm. and being what society wants them to be, they become depressed and they have um, low self-esteem or just self-identity issues and things of that nature. When they don't measure up. Right. Mm-hmm. And all that, unfortunately, leads to what? Suicide. Yeah. And those numbers are higher in the LGBT community, yes. mainly because we, you know, we feel like we don't measure up to them. We don't, we are, we're not accepted and we're just trying to be ourselves at the same time. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's a lot. Um, Thank God I didn't go through that. I never had that thought, but I know that the instant thought of that is very, very, very much common. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I started to lean towards my community platform being that. Just redefining society's definition of what it means to be yeah. a community. Just do away with it. And we need to just worry about the more important things. Um there's a lot of, I'm going to use quotation marks, men out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it with men. There's a lot of males out there that are, you know, masculine and mm-hmm. muscles and all this stuff, but they're not men right. in my in my eyes because mm-hmm. they're not taking care of their responsibilities. They don't have integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just, they're just not men in my opinion. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Sorry. This is a lot. Um. I viewed my father as my my father. He created. He helped create me. Mm-hmm. I never really viewed him as a man in my life. Um, I do now more than ever, mainly because he's taken more initiative to be responsible mm-hmm. and be a father figure in my life as well as my siblings. Um, so the things that he was unable to teach me Mm -hmm. um, and I had to learn from, you know, my mom or unfortunately what the media has portrayed Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I say unfortunately because it's not always the right narrative for for males to, you know, aspire to be. So I was like, well, I become a well-groomed man. Mm-hmm. I will say that much. And I give myself that. And I, I will give myself props on that. So it's like I've become successful and I've critiqued my craft and everything like that. So what can I do to create more men like myself mm-hmm. who are self-driven and career-driven as well and just respect women and respect myself and being able to really be myself yeah. in a, a world that really don't like me. Mm-hmm. So um, I try my best to go around and speak to young males who are coming up um, and just let them know, whether it be homosexual or heterosexual, um, I try to do majority of heterosexual. I just want them to be more um, knowledgeable about character traits that they may or may not possess. Yeah. And when I go in there, they look at me and they see a man because, you know, I fit that social norm. Mm-hmm. You know, I do work out and, I, you know, I have m- muscles. I try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I have somewhat, you know, of, of a deep voice and I have a beard and stuff like that. So on the outer appearance, they automatically assume that I am a, a man right, and, right. and they aspire to be such. 
So I don't go in with the, the narrative of I'm gay and hey, it's okay to be gay type thing because that makes people a little bit uncomfortable, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But I just want, I can, I can kind of be that Trojan horse, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. um, and show them what it means to be a man. And then once they get past all the, the essentials that I want them to really take from me, yes, I happen to be gay. Yeah, you know, but I gave you what it means to be a man first, Mm -hmm. because it's the first thing that you should worry about and not worry about what or whom I am attracted to. It's kind of like that that whole thing with James Baldwin, Mm. you know, when you see that and it's like, I'm a gay man, I'm a gay black man, I'm a black man. And then at the end of it, I'm I'm a man. man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think like what you touched on a little bit there as well, like your growing up and upbringing and talking about the adolescence. Mm hmm. And I, we always come back to this in other conversations between me and you and other people that mm-hmm. I talk to. That's one of the things that I really admired with Dwayne Wade and his son. Oh, yes. And I think that's any beautiful. other heterosexual father out there that has a kid that's trying, that, that you, you may see that, you identify that, instead of being that toxic black male or toxic white male that we, that we come up with, mm-hmm. Y'all like sports. That man plays sports. He's an NBA all-star champion, mm-hmm. all that. And I think that's a great role model for fathers to follow and helping their kids come out of that box, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and nurturing that because too oftentimes we do have those masks on. We keep those masks on way into our adulthoods for oh, some of us. Lord. And then some of us don't make it into adulthood with mm-hmm. that because of the suicide. Or you get to adulthood and you still end up suicide yeah correct and i think with that he has that option now and the gift now to be able to completely be himself Mm -hmm. from his forming years Mm -hmm. all the way through life yeah and that says a lot i think i think that whole thing there that story there that whole image with him and his son is a a great role model experience for any father out there especially Mm -hmm. in the black community you mean think of magic johnson and aj johnson Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. for sure and let me tell you I will say that I feel as though Magic Johnson, that's a strong man. Mm-hmm. He's had so many. Yeah. He's always smiling. Battles. Always. Not necessarily battles, but, you know, controversial topics associated mm-hmm. with him. HIV, that's mm-hmm. something huge. And then to have your son to be as flamboyant. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, 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 yes. And it's so many, so many layers behind that because mm-hmm. it's one, it's one thing to have a homosexual son or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and him be, you know, masculine or something right, like right. that. It's, it's, it's deemed a little bit more acceptable. acceptable. Right. Yeah. Versus a flamboyant son. It's like, you I'm know? out here. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah. how do you deal with that? And you then know? when you hear his story about how at first he wasn't really all up for it and yeah, he's admitted yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, wait, this is my son. Right. Mm-hmm. And if anybody yeah. else going to come at him, they got to come through me. And right. that's when he right. realized, no, 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 I need to love you more. Than I did beforehand, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's a, that day, is like another I learning say, experience. I'm the same person before I told you exactly that I that I am now that exactly. you know. And that's so that brings me into a point. So you're also an actor. You're mm-hmm. on the web series Breathe. Yes. So, and watching season one, I know. So tell us. So well, I'll say this before I get into more of your character. But what you just said now brought up a good point. So one of the main characters that's on there, uh, Trey Love. Like mm-hmm. I watched the episode where. 
his father came back into his life, right? And his dad was coming in like, how can you be gay? And I'm not gay. Your mom's not gay. Are you trying to hurt your mom? Blah, blah, blah. He was just like, me being gay literally has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with I'm you so, at And it's all. so sad. Like, you hear that and you're like, oh, that's scripted. No, there's such ignorant people. Like, that's literally a like conversation. That. That's very yeah. common in I, yeah. a black a black household. A yes. black household, yes. for sure. And, yes. like, I... I, I I personally didn't experience that, but I know so many people that did. And it's just like, when I would hear that, I'm just like, how can anyone, to me, I'm like, how can anyone sound this stupid? But then it's just like, when I look at it, it's just like, still how, but also, wow, like, that's really the thought process. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. So with the with the series, tell us a little bit about your character. Because you play Ken on the show. (laughs) Um, So how is Ken on Breathe different from... Ken sings, or are they the same persons essentially? Mm, let's see. Ken on the web series Breathe has a lot of similarities with Ken. I will say that much outside. Now, for those who know me, my real name is not Ken. Uh, my first name is Duraz. Mm, okay. um, so it's going to be hard for you guys to understand, probably. I don't want to say I have a lot of personality, but I have a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 we, we got a lot. Okay, we saw so that with good. our names, you know? We're going to show right now. No, no, no. Next week. Next week. Right, right, right. So, okay. Good. So, I think it's, I think it's very common for everyone to have, you know, multiple people in them, mm-hmm. in, inside mm-hmm. them. Um, and I do have names for them all yeah mm-hmm. um it's i think it's good practice for us to a- at least acknowledge who they are mm-hmm. and probably name them so you can at least you know call them out on them on, on their shit right if something Facts. happens right. um <laughs> so <laughs> ken is essentially the social network person i guess you can say who who does all these appearances and things that nature. The influencer. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Duraz is, you know, a brother, a son, you know, an uncle. Speaking back being bull. <laughs> all that. All of that. So, you know, that's just the, the I don't want to say the regular person, but that's just who I am born as, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. So I was born as. So, um, Ken, outside of Bree, they have similarities because I feel like he's more confident and a lot of people perceive Ken on the web series to be this quote-unquote asshole or something like that, mm-hmm. very snooty or something I kinda like that. I kind of got that. that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people <laughs> assume that, uh-huh. you know, especially um, because of the, the way that the script was written. Um, but... In my opinion, I feel like the the similarities is more so confidence. It came off as arrogance, mm-hmm. but it was more so confidence. It's like I know who you are, you know, Trey. You know, I'm not one of these other guys out here. You, I mean, I, I have my own um, going on or something like that, and I don't need to be falling at your knees type yeah. thing. I felt like it was confidence and not arrogance, but it came off as arrogance. I think it was a little bit of both. I could definitely, I could definitely <laughs> see both, though. I could, I could see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, other similarities <laughs> were um, 
the spiciness, I guess you can say, have a very filthy mouth at some times. <laughs> and believe it or not, the majority of those uh, curse words and uh, those intense scenes between Rob and Ken um, were not in the script. <laughs> that was me. All right. That was definitely me. <laughs> but I it. felt like it, it needed that type of energy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, as far as like yeah. those situations. You yeah. want that anger. You yeah. want to display how you really talk when you're enraged with someone oh, sure. who's popping up at your house unexpectedly, you know, yeah. and you're Ooh. in a whole live new relationship. Like, absolutely not. Like, yeah. I'm going to draw that line and I want you to know that this is this is not welcomed here, yeah. you know, type thing. So that and then the emotional um, uh, connection that Ken and Trey essentially had, I felt like that was genuine, mm -hmm. you know, First, I felt like I do play hard to get mm -hmm. in any type of relationship. You know, you have your walls up at first. And then once you start hanging out, you start to get to know each other. You start to let those walls come down. And, you know, you develop a sense of like and lust and then love and all of that. And then you become emotionally attached to that person, mm -hmm. which I think was beautifully written by Nakia um, Freshy. Um, so some of that, I really feel like it was, it was similarities, but some things, you know, I, I will bind up and put back out there because I'm not arrogant. I am confident, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not arrogant. Do y'all have different names for y'all other people? I do. I almost, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are all. How many, okay, let's go. I want everybody to acknowledge okay. who they have and I'll start first. Okay. So y'all yeah. won't feel, you know, as, you know, so I have Ken. You already know who that is. Mm -hmm. Um, Durez, you know who that is. Um, let's see, I have Marquis. That's my middle name, um, uh, which is my father's first name. Um, is that... Ken anywhere in your name? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay, so let me give you a little background on how Ken came Please do. to me. So, um, I was always, you know, wanted to be a model and things of that nature. So I was always taking pictures and things of that nature and smiling and things like that. And a lot of people always came up to me and be like, you just remind me of like a, a black Ken, a Ken doll or something oh, okay. like that. See, and I was I just see. like, oh, I don't want to be labeled as a Ken doll. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, we labeled so, someone as a Ken doll. <laughs> so when social media, um, or social networks came about, you know, uh, I was transitioning to Facebook mm -hmm. from MySpace. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the names were something serious. You yeah. needed, you know, Always. it was constant changing. Southside Freaky Say, Take hey, Tanny. Yeah. <laughs> Endless bottles. Right. Endless clappers. All right. So, um, I was trying to come up with uh, a name. At first, it was King Marquis. When I was in high school, I used to go by King Marquis. May he continue to have longevity. Bless him. So, I just, I just came up with D Black Ken. Mm -hmm. I was at first going to say Duh D A instead of T H E, mm -hmm. but I was like, that's hood and that's ghetto. So I'm just gonna say D for dress and then Black Ken. So oh, okay. it just came D Black Ken. Okay. And then instead of everybody calling me D Black Ken, just call me Ken. Gotcha. You know? cool. So that's how Ken came about. Okay. okay. So, um, so you have Ken Duraz Markeith. He is more so of the the hood one in me, because everybody know you can get real ghetto and real hood, yeah. you know, and very masculine and stuff like that. So that's that's who Markeith is. 
Um, and then I have King Marquise, which you know who he is now. Mm-hmm. He's a very elegant one who likes the finer things of life. That's the one that a lot of people say I'm very snooty about and stuff like that. And that's another thing. When I say about and things yeah. like that. Oh. So I say you from Canada? <laughs> and that's the thing about it. So the reason why I picked up on that is because of Trina Braxton. I used to watch the Braxton's uh, religiously. And I used to always think it was so cute. And I just started to do it and it became a bad habit. So <laughs> I'm really trying to get out of it. No, I get it. I watched um Vampire Show on HBO, True Blood. Mm-hmm. I sounded like I was from Louisiana <laughs> for like three weeks. My friend was like, you got to stop watching that show, man. <laughs> I, I can't do it now. I'm, I'm falling back That's into it. But I know I that like I do that when I listen to my voice music. can when change. I travel, if I go to Ireland I for a month, the, I'm going to come accent. back sound Irish. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I'm going to pick up the yeah, accent. Exactly. Like, yeah. That accent's getting picked and I won't right even, up. And I won't even realize no. until yeah. I get back. Yeah, and they're like, Okay, Mom, I know you just went to visit, but bro, that's, exactly, that's the basis and the what reaction I get when yeah. I say that, and it's yeah. just like you guys don't, don't pay me no mind. Yeah, okay, so but you're like, they're like, man, you are dude, and things like that. I was like, okay. yeah, you know, so it is what it is. So you have King Markeith, and then um, I have Drea. Um, she's the female that's inside me. Come on now, I, I do have a very feminine side. Well, a nice feminine side every now and then. Um, I love her. Okay. Um, I embrace her as well. Um, let's see. And I also have like the old soul of me. Mm. So, um, <laughs> that one is called Charles. His name is Charles. Come on, Charles. I named him after my grandfather. My grandfather's name is Charles Hanks. Very nice. Um, so that's the old wisdom part of me that's always bestowing upon someone, reading <laughs> into them, yeah. just like you know, uplifting them or something like that. Um, so yeah, those are my personal names. Okay, nice. I'm gonna go because go y'all might have as many names as he does. <laughs> no, I don't think I. I don't so, think I'm, actually, as I'm sitting here thinking, my <laughs> <laughs> and y'all like, I don't really got that. <laughs> I have individual, I guess, personalities and some stand out better than others, but they're all under the Nio umbrella. Okay. And that's what I decide about myself. Like there's like a like I, I know when the shift is happening, like where one is like getting chained back up and the other one's like, I'm free and I come into the <laughs> forefront <laughs> because I tell people I'm shy and like no one believes me. I never would have believed you. And, but it's like, I really am. But it got to a point where it was like, being shy gets me nowhere. Mm-hmm. I can't sit here and be too scared to ask this question because I need to know the answer. Mm. So that's when I started just kind of like saying like, fuck it. And um, it was more of a evolution of the personalities inside of me and them fully being able to come out. Mm-hmm. versus me repressing them. Um, that's why I just say they're all Nio because they're just they're me and my name's Unisex and <laughs> it took me a while to love my name and that's why like I taught on the show and we talked about that about whether I'm Nio or Sunflower Shakur because the fans know me as Sunflower Shakur but it's like but my name means something mm-hmm. and my name is powerful and I want y'all to know it. I want y'all there. to say it correctly. I want y'all to be fucking correcting people mm-hmm. for me. Like I want to what you call her? I want Nio stands everywhere just like it's <laughs> Nio. So I don't know. I did have a personality, Naomi. That was my West Charlotte personality. Yes, West Charlotte. Because um, <laughs> I, I lived here in eighth grade 
And then I moved back to finish out high school with all my childhood friends. And then I got there and was like, I don't want any of your friends. And I left. And like, I literally begged my mom. I was like, take me back. I don't, I don't know why I came out here. I can't stand nobody. And so she let me come back and do my last year of high school in um, West Charlotte. And this dude that I knew in eighth grade, I sat with him at lunch and he was like, this is Naomi. And I was like, you know what? Not correcting my name no more. Tired of this shit. And, and I'm going to be Naomi. That's who the fuck I am. So I was Naomi for like a solid, I probably still Naomi to some people, but I was, I was Naomi for at least a solid two years. And people thought Naya was my nickname. That's how bad it was. And I was like, y'all think I'm over here being that anal about my nickname? Like you going <laughs> to pronounce this nickname correctly. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, like people probably think I'm a bitch. Like people really over here thinking that like I'm being anal about calling me Nayo and when they can just call me Nay or like whatever very like derivative of Naomi that they wanted to call me. But um but yeah for me I think they're all there. I think I've always had um I make fun of Daryl all the time because he does his little arts and it never looks like him. And in my head <laughs> in my head I did not yeah, I'd be like, is that Darnell? Who is that? Darrell? Like, who we got? Because we'll it's not Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get there. In, in my head, um, I didn't appreciate the way I looked on the outside. Mm. So I had this image of what I was going to look like when I got older. And, like, sometimes I still see that image, but it looks nothing like me. And it's like, why do I keep doing that? Because I love the way I look now. So um, I think for me, it was just a bunch of... um external and internal issues about just trying to figure out who I am. Mm. And I think all those pieces of me have always been there. Um, I just was scared of them. And um, it took undergrad for me to get to know each and every one of them. I'm spending a lot of time by myself and just really talking to myself and um, having, having a real conversation and being completely honest with myself about my actions, my behaviors, what, what what am I doing for show and followership and trying to keep friends and trying mm. to make sure people like me? Like I want to be I want to be nice so bad. Like I so do. Like I have this friend Michelin. She's the sweetest person you ever met. She's one of those people where if she's pissed, you done fucked up. Like yeah. you did something evil. Right. So I wanted to be like her. I wanted to be sweet and nice and and it's not that I'm like completely a bitch, but it's just not in me. It's not in me to be that fucking nice all the goddamn time. Period. I roasted this nigga the second I saw him in that shirt. So <laughs> like She said you can wear a popcorn shirt, but you can't pop up on time. I said because wow. he said he's gonna be at my house at nine thirty, had me up <laughs> outside waiting, and he didn't get there till nine forty. I was like, Wow. Ten minutes. <laughs> it's a running thing. We've been going through this for years, like literally yeah, years. I, I just, a decade at this point. About his shirt. He felt no, <laughs> one second would have had me roast him. I'm about to say it's it's it's, 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 it's not run. It's just just a thing. I just very fluid, and I love it. Thank you. Okay, I, I really appreciate fluid, which means fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I just um, I'm always fucking with him. This is our relationship. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like. Isn't this what friends are supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I'm point, nice to my friends, they honestly are weirded out. By I me. literally, uh, I'm uh, so serious. Like when she does something like, too, I'm like, are you okay? 
<laughs> it is, it's true because when you you know you get your best friend something, what's up, bitch? You yeah, know, what I'm and like, they, if you're not giving on? them you know some shit, then All yeah, the you're not really that best. Yeah, friend, yeah. I call my like, best and I and I've had a moment where like I legit called. I lost my child, my oldest friend. I lost my oldest friend. Like she, when I got pregnant, she said she couldn't be my friend no more. So I called every single one of my friends and was like, y'all like me? Like, am I giving enough to this Mm -hmm. friendship? I Mm -hmm. had to do a check-in because I was like, clearly I didn't see that friendship through the eyes that I should have been seeing it. So like, let me make sure I still got real friends around me Mm -hmm. and support system. But that's also the thing with my personality and recognizing that because I would have, like years ago, I would never had checked in. I would never had asked. I would have just been like, like, fuck it. Like, who cares about your feelings? Because clearly people don't care about mine. But it took that evolution of self. That's why I said they're all Niam. They're they they might be doing different stuff. They might have different levels of anger because you don't want piss Nio. You don't want Nio raging. You don't want that Nio. That that Nio is fucked up. That Nio is evil. Impulsive. And, yeah. And, she has done no work on herself. And I know that I know that I am I'm a little I'm a I'm probably psychotic. If I answer questions truthfully when they get asked and my evaluations, I probably would not be sitting here right now. But I know how to get through my fucking test. Right. So I'm still sitting here. But fuck it, you're not going to put me in a straight jacket. You ain't going to put me in a jacket. Not these white walls. It's a wonder we're all still alive. To be honest. Well, we good, you know. I would probably be the first one to go. Especially if you come up late again. It's bound to happen. I keep testing the water. No, I definitely have moments. These people ain't gonna press charges. I definitely have <laughs> oh my god. Where I've accidentally harmed somebody. Like, don't tell me I'm not gonna do something. That's my biggest fucking <laughs> thing. <laughs> not tell me I'm not like if I got a knife and I'm gonna stab you, don't tell me I'm not gonna stab you because I have to stab you now because you tested me. And I've done that. I did that wrong. to somebody, and like immediately after I did it, I was like, no, I'm bad. Like I didn't. I didn't mean to do it, but I meant to do it. So now are we on the same page, bro? Are you okay? Like, oh, Lord. Like, <laughs> and on that yeah, girl, yeah. He ain't gonna press charges. He okay. I hope not, guys. But he got proof now. <laughs> cut, cut the mic. We don't need to be on this show no more. No. <laughs> um, okay. So as I was, as you were telling yours, I was like, I don't think I had that. I was like, oh, wait, but uh, uh. Come on, Darnell. Let us know. So hers for me is Darnell when I just don't, you know, same thing. Like, I, I'm an artist. I draw things. So when I draw things, I draw how I feel I look, which okay. is always different. Which is not, I feel it's not different, but <laughs> to her, otherwise, it's not. He but is anyway. a six-foot man with ass. Tatted up. Okay, and let him live. Let him live. See, that's one. That's one of my inner, inner things. <laughs> and so you got okay. So you got Daryl, which is my just all like like all like yours. All of them are under Daryl. Mm-hmm. They're all me. I realized that over the years, and I didn't really honestly start coming to all of them until like probably college. Yeah, that's when, when Daka and Alicat started yep. popping up. So Daka is my all around like artistic name. And mm-hmm. it's an acronym for Daryl Alley Cat Anderson. Come on through. So, and Alley Cat was my my Facebook name when I got on Facebook. <laughs> so, and it just kind of like like when I got to college, everyone started calling me Alley Cat, and it just kind of stuck. So that's where I got all that and just put it all together. Um, 
So those are like my artistic, like really eclectic artistic sides, hence the popcorn shirt and all that shit. They usually kind of rule my 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 daily life. Um, then I have. I a, love. I'm. I'm just. I'm sorry. I love that these people flourish because where's Charlotte Farrell, Colin Farrell, and now Daryl, three different people. Completely different. Of course, people. three it's different always people. Like that though. Mm-hmm. But I am so. Glad that all these personalities finally met each other, talked to each other, handshake and, and say, "Okay, I like you." Right, right, because they were fighting. Hello, <laughs> <He was> fighting. <laughs> um, and I have, believe it or not, I have Xavier. That's one. Xavier is my thoughty club boy. Yes. Oh, side. Mm-hmm. That's my name. When I go in Miami, that's my name. Oh, really? would you say, say when, I go to, <laughs> when we go to Miami, that's my name. That's my name when I go out. Like right. and like if somebody I say, Oh, what's it like I might like, Xavier? <laughs> I can't do stuff like that. That's too far off. I'm gonna forget what? that eventually when I get mm-hmm. drunk. I be committing. So yeah, y'all <laughs> committed. You definitely committed. You got like twelve. <laughs> I, Naomi. Naya. Whatever you want to fuck with. They're gonna fuck it up anyway. So wearing peaches when you get that nasty. Um, so that's that's Xavier. That's him. And then Terrell knows this side of me. Um, my like my like pageant, like drag queen personality Mm -hmm. is Dior Chanette. Okay. Dior oh. Chanette. He gave fancy. me that name. I didn't give him that's give myself that name. It is. Yeah. But like if I were to so ever do he. like drag or something one day, that's it. Because mm-hmm. like you can't tell me that I am not Diana Ross nineteen seventy-five. Okay. Like that's that's like my aesthetic. You know, like if I could just grow my hair out some more, that'd be it. Wait, you know what I mean? Did you do drag? I've never done drag. How about that? I will fucking kick your ass if you don't like. <laughs> I ain't seen no pictures. I ain't no. seen no show. I've never done drag. I ain't seen no show. I think you should at least try. It's it's on my list of things that I think I might want to do at some point in time later in life. Just the opportunity hasn't presented, so I've never felt called yet. But you know, if that Maybe were it, Maybe in Miami. Th- they have that whole. I'm about to say that row. Is that what it's called? Is that two hood? I don't know. I have no what idea. Um, drag queen row. Oh, is that it? I don't know. But we'll see. But I know we're going to drag brunch. Hey, there, there we go. I might, find my, I might find my calling. Who knows? But that I think that's yeah. That's so. That's the like. That's my stage personality. If I had one, like if I were to really get into like a performance t- situation, that'd probably be the one that comes forward. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of them thus far. <laughs> I'm here for them all. Blue, blue, blue. Torian, blue. Cordon bleu. Like that. Ooh. So blue. <laughs> That's all of those are parts of blue. He actually, th- he thirst crunching. He created the water. If y'all know, you know? He, out, he out here, big body, rich and shit. Oh. <laughs> that's why. That's why he always got a water when he show up. Oh. <laughs> so, oh god. So there's Tori, right? And Tori is Tori is my family. That's what yeah. my family knows me by. So that's that's him, right? That's just family. Then there's Torian, which I grew into because people, I guess, because of school and teachers calling me Torian, even though I would say call me Tori. Mm. It Torian just stuck. So Torian is my professional, my business, you know, academic. That's Torian, right? Mm-hmm. So. I've always wanted to do the whole, I was always the creative, imaginative kid 
on my own doing things, whatever, acting, da da da. It wasn't anything for me to pretend on my own mm-hmm. and have my whole little setup by myself and then make my friends that were with me when I when we would get together, y'all gonna become part of this show. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. So We're playing this game. Right. <laughs> like that was what it was. So my acting name, because you know, I'm like, what what can my name be? And I always used to play with it like, hmm, well, who would this person be? So I was like, you know, Samuel L. Jackson, Denzel Washington, Torian L. Jefferson. If I was an actor, producer, I would go by my full name, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But then there's Lantez, which is my middle name. Come on, Lonnie. Which was formerly my Instagram handle, mm-hmm. the Lantez. And then it changed to, it's just blue. I'll get to blue. Lantez is the musical person, the eccentric person, the person that's kind of like outside of myself mm-hmm. as far as when it comes to creativity and music. So for me, I was like, if I ever went into music, what would be my name? Because I know what it would be if I was in movies. So my name, if I went into music, would be Lantez. But then I put a little French twist on it and be Lantez. But then I was like, okay, fashion. Believe it or not, I like fashion. I actually used to sketch. Um, yeah, I did. You, <laughs> I'm getting like Rihanna <laughs> vibes because like she's Rihanna, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Right. Then she's Robin. Yep. Right. And then she's Fenty. Fenty. And then she's Riri. <laughs> <laughs> then she's Riri. 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 Yeah. yeah. Bad gal Riri. Bad exactly. Mm-hmm. And Tony actually found this out last year that I used to sketch. And he was like, we've never talked about this. And I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of keep that part under wraps for whatever reason. I don't know. Oh, we're going to bring it out. <laughs> <clears throat> but I used to sketch and I used to sketch for elegant dresses. That's always what I wanted to. If I was to get into fashion, I would want to make gowns. And then if it was guys, it was a nice ass tuxedo, but something that's eccentric because it has to be different for me. So I always went into the thing with, always went into the thing with when I drew, it would always be like these like really slim and then just boom type of, mm-hmm. you know, things. So my fashion name or fashion line, it would always be Torian or Lantez by Torian or Lantez by Torian or T Lantez or something like that, right? I like it. And then you get into blue. Blue was where I was like, this is my actual sound of music. So Lantez went into my fashion part. Mm-hmm. Blue was, if I ever really truly embraced my musical side, I would go by Blue. And it was because of the whole thing of what I think my sound is. Mm. It's more of a blue light sound that I would do, like a loungy atmosphere with a little bit of hip hop, with a little bit of pop, with a little bit of blues, with a little bit of rock, because that's all of everything I like. I like classical music. Mm. I like, I listen to Beethoven. I listen to opera. I listen to Bocelli. I listen to all of that type of stuff. Mm. And I was like, if I was a music person, I would want a sound that encompassed all of that, Mm. but with the blue light lounge overall tone, right? And I was like, that would be something that's real creative. So when I hear songs that kind of come out like that, I'm like, who been in my head? (laughs) Cause I'm like, I just sung this song or this melody. (laughs) When I had, I had thought like, yo, I always want gray hair. Like I always wanted, I'm gonna get it. Everybody was like, yo, that shit sounds stupid. You're going to look stupid. And I wanted to wait till my hair got healthy enough before I did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it became a fucking trend. It right. became a trend. And then it's like so I thought about this when nobody hair, was there, right? Oh my, my god, yeah, she was. Oh my about that. god, everybody was like, "Yo, that's ugly as shit." I don't know why she got that stupid ass white streak in her goddamn hair. And then the next 
fucking year, everybody, everybody had wearing the fucking it. white streak. Yep. I'm like, wow. Yep. Trendsetter, bro. And then there's T. Hey, T. <sighs> Well, there's two variations of tea. Oh, Lord. So, tea is when I just, I'm like, okay, it is who it is every day. We out here, we doing whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's tea. And tea is locked in the basement. Huh? Because that side of me, I, I, don't, I personally don't like him. Mm. And the reason I don't like him is because that's my furious side. That's, Ooh, that's my, gotcha. I don't like to be mad. I don't <clears> like, <throat> and if, and I, my thing is, if you can take me from, who I am as Torian, T, whatever, and just my happy-go-lucky self. I love to laugh. I love to have fun. I love to talk to people, be creative, and have those creative talks like we do. If you could take me from that to basement T, we got to separate because that's an unhealthy side for me, and I've realized that. Like I black out and don't even realize what happened until somebody tells me what happened, and that's not healthy. So I keep him locked away. And then there's Bob, right? I'm Bob. so here for all these things. <laughs> <laughs> personalities, I, and you have really you messed it out. Good job, Did Bob. Bob came around like <laughs> adolescent, right? And Bob was my blame everything on Bob type of thing. <laughs> so for me, well, I embrace Bob. Let me tell. Let, let me say that. So if anybody remembers the show Bobby's World, yes, mm-hmm. such a good show. My nickname for my cousins and my brother and his friends was Bobby for me because at the time I had the little bike, you know, <laughs> and I had a big ass head. I grew up my head. So I had this big ass head with this little bike, so they called me Bobby <laughs> off of Bobby's world. And I used to hate it. And then I embraced it be- in a way because in adolescence when I would do something where my mom would be like, "Wouldn't did you do this? Who did this? Da, da, da. I blamed it on Bob. And she was like, really? We're going to blame it on Bob? And I was like, well, you said you got like 10 different people so, you know, me and her had that conversation because she was like, when I'm Kathy, which Kathleen is her middle name, mm. when I'm Kathy, that's your ass. When I'm Kathleen, uh, nah. when I'm Pam, I'm Pam and I'm happy-go-lucky, da 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 Pamela, that's her little, you know, thing. But I was like, oh, you crazy. <laughs> so I was like, well, shit, if she could do it, I could do it. That was Bob that did that. And she was like, right, you and Bob going to get your ass well. right. <laughs> like, Go get him. Follow. Bring him out. So make Bob, sure he ain't got no draws on because I'm going to tear Exactly. Out. Okay. So Bob is that person. If I do something and I'm like, oh, Bob did it, then, you know, I'm just scapegoating and throwing it off on Bob. I know I did it. Shout but, out to Bob. But that's Bob. He takes the rap for everything. I call my daughter Steve Urkel because she always, like, she'll – Throw this and uh oh, like, <laughs> you did that. You did that. <laughs> you did that. Nobody else but you. And you talk about some damn uh oh. Yeah. Like, you throwed everything. Yes. So that's what you sound like. And yeah, I probably that, that's pretty. I would have been Kathy. That's too. pretty much what Bob was. That ass you know. Whooped. So you know. <laughs> and then you know now I'm embracing blue more than I ever have because yes. at this point in time it's just like I've let my creative side die down so much over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no more, no more. Like he, whoever it is, whoever he is, whatever he is, it just needs to be out there and be done. And for me getting back into being the most creative that I ever have been as far as my writing and things of that nature, I'm like, it just got to be what it is. So that's my moniker now. Yeah. And we love him. We love all of them. them. We love Blue. Thank you for loving all of them and Bob. (laughs) 
don't know. I don't know. Me and Bob have a good relationship. I think I might just have to start giving myself nicknames. Bob is not a bad person. Acknowledge who, I mean, acknowledge what the personality, you know, is and who they are. If you Living if you moment. name them, because I'm like you're able yeah. to contain. If them. I was to yeah. name anything, it'll be like my old soul side, and that's Louise, and that's my middle name, and it's because Louise sounds old as fuck. Yeah. So it's just like it makes its well. Yeah. And that. then my no... flamboyant side would be Naomi, because yeah, that's everybody. Like everybody who met Naomi does not think I'm shy. Mm-hmm. Like no. y'all are like, because that's how that's who I met. <laughs> when I first met her, I met. But Naomi. it was just like it's so hard. It's so easy to stand up out here. It's so fucking easy to stand up. Like I don't. I I got the same magazines y'all got. That's what I always used to think. Like I be watching these like head to toe mon- like not the cute monotone fits, like the the head to toe country monotone shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I got the same seventeen magazine, bitch. Why are you wearing that when it says this year we supposed to be wearing leather and lace? <laughs> I'm like so confused. So it's just like I just I never I just never understood. I don't know. Oh. I never tried to stand out, I should say. Well, I guess maybe that's not just me, but what? you know, the thoughty way. Oh, who's it's, your thought side? It's always Devereaux. I forgot about Devereaux. Yes, oh, no. Devereaux. Nio is my thought side. Nio is the thought side. But no. <laughs> <laughs> that that came that was actually given to me by Tony and David. I like that Devereaux. And it was because you know we watched Golden the Golden Girls, Girls and Blanche Devereaux and her hoish oh. ways, mm, and okay. so we always throw when either of us are having that moment in time. It's always first name Devereaux. So, but yeah. you know what though? So now you said that Xavier's my like young thought side, but my old thought side is Edward St. Mark. What's the difference between a Edward young and an old thought? <laughs> are, oh. you, are you like are you getting like <laughs> no. bitties from like no 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 so like xavier is my like we're going out here do some ratchet ass shit i'm be out here like just twerking down like when i was right. scorpios the other weekend yeah that type yeah. of thing how girl summer type thing that he's he's, he's my man right so but ever st mar is my like old seasoned hoe like he's like my alexis from dallas situation got you was that dallas was that dynasty it was dallas no fuck which one was she from is Donald think they're uh, there is there alexis and dynasty i don't fucking remember but i almost want to say dynasty but she's my diane carroll's character in whatever (laughs) show that was i can't remember the old dynasty or the new dynasty the old one the 80s with the the shoulder pads and the lame and the sequence oh okay that's edward diane carroll died i'm that that's me that's me (laughs) like that's my like you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's my like bougie but i'm also like a seasoned whore out here got you got you got you got you like and because edward's my middle name and then saint mark is the street i grew up on it just made it really cute it's real cute together. Okay. So. I like this segment. <laughs> guys, the episode welcome. is going to be called well, What's in the Name? you find out. <laughs> yeah, you're, me. Not, you're not crazy by yourself. You're not. Yeah. But you know no. what? And it's not a lot of people act like they don't have multiple yeah. personalities. But the thing is, it's, yeah. health, it's healthy. Yeah. And, you know, psychology says it, it's healthy because we all have at least five. Yeah. Everybody has at least five. It's proven. Oh, I know and one of my family. It's like if you actually embrace Milton. them yeah, as your different personalities, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
it's healthier to do that than to be like, oh, I don't know, no, I don't got that. You yeah. crazy? That, mm-hmm. No, it's healthy. Yeah, because yeah. like like thing. you're talking about, is you suppress those sides of yourself yeah. and you try to pretend like they're not there. There's a difference between identifying a toxic trait in yourself and trying to be gone with it, and it's truly toxic versus taking something within yourself, like being gay mm-hmm. and choosing to say that's toxic and then trying to push that within yourself. Right, yeah. Those are, it's, it's two different levels to that. And you, you have to identify that for yourself. It, it, it takes you to identify those things. We can mm-hmm. tell you a million times, but you're not going to do it. It's, it's up to you. Yeah. For me, it just, it catapults me into another realm mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you have those different personalities that are creative, mm-hmm. but in, in their different lanes, Yeah, you know, yeah. music and then, drawing and stuff like that as far as well sketching and being um a designer and stuff like that that that's something that makes you an entrepreneur yeah you get what i'm saying right right but if you didn't you know accept who those people are and those personalities you will not be able to tap into that type of entrepreneur right Mm -hmm. exactly right and it's almost like when beyonce released i am sasha fierce Mm -hmm. yeah and people was like who the fuck it's, is it's Sasha crazy. Fierce? Yeah. And yeah. people were saying, oh, mm-hmm. she didn't crack up, you know, da, da 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 And she, you know, I remember that on Oprah when she was like, listen, Sasha Fierce is this person. I actually have stage fright. I've always had right. stage fright. Mm-hmm. But always, when I get on stage, that's Sasha Fierce. And that, that's is, who y'all see. You have to, like, just like you said, you have to be able to channel those different parts of you for different situations mm-hmm. in your life because regular ass Daryl ain't gonna be able to handle mm-hmm. like some shit you know mm-hmm. I need to bring out old boy over here you know to <laughs> sometimes like, deal with this <laughs> when I get pissed off at niggas <laughs> sometimes that's a whole other Daryl that's not Daryl Daryl you know yeah. what I'm saying so it's just um, see that's basement too so sorry mm. lock him up we gotta wrap up we did and give, give it I don't us. have a title for my segment I'm so sorry <laughs> 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 That's your title. I'm so sorry. Ah, oh. I'm so sorry. No. But that shirt does not work with those pants. Second point. Oh. No, it's okay. Okay, now first of all, let me let me put this in here. Period. Thank you for expressing yourself via clothes. Okay? Yeah. That's something big for me. A lot of people look at me like when I walk around and I have on heels or something like that. First of all, you know what? I, I didn't even I realize. Like oh, show, show, show the shoe cam again. We don't have shoe cam yeah, in here, but I just want to see. It. <laughs> I'll, I'll come around later. Oh, yeah, because these legs. I'll come around later. Hold. First of all, the pants. Okay. And the also, shoes. what size do you wear? Because I've been trying to find some shoes. Um, we can talk later. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. but beautiful, um, beautiful. That's outfit. something else that's within you know my community platform. I want people to be able to just be free. Mm-hmm. You know, express yeah. yourself however mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid to you know wear a heel like. Prince, he used to wear yeah. like back in the day. If we like, got into fashion heels. history, I if people really knew, Busta Rhymes, all of the above. Have like, you looked at a seventies album cover? I mean, if you like, even girl, seventies. It don't even gotta be the seventies. Men wore heels. Even. Oh, um, Jackie Chan and his motherfucking mesh tops and the crisscross. All of the above. Bruce like Lee. even back then with William Shakespeare and yeah, stuff that's like what I'm that. Saying. Like you they, go all the way it back. Was, they, it was considered. Elegant and mm-hmm. high class I'm about for say you to wear heels because be that labeled you as not royalty. a yeah. a blue collar yeah. worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know if you can walk around in heels, that means that you're not doing much. Yeah, I you really know. wish you got money. I was a, we were able to see the change because there was a time where pink's a color of royalty. Being mm-hmm. fat was a show of royalty yep. because you're rich enough to eat. Yep, mm-hmm. and just you know, not anymore. There was a, it was a couple years ago. I think it was when I was taking an African literature class, actually, in uh, college. 
And I learned, I can't remember exactly which country in Africa, which tribe, but there was a tribe where the bigger they were, again, the more royal they were. Mm-hmm. And that was the way that they actually, if you weren't big enough, you did not become the next in line for king. Mm-hmm. And even to the point where they actually would put protrude their guts out to the point where some of them busted for doing mm. it. Yeah. But if you busted, of course, you lost. But <laughs> <laughs> it was to see who could actually protrude their stomachs out. And at first, I was like, that's kind of crazy. But then uh, as we went through the class and learned about it, I was like, wow, it's so interesting how in our society, we have this huge thing with body shaming. Mm-hmm. And even around the world, but other countries, it's like the bigger you are, it's more embraced. And the only reason those countries have that now is because of Western influence. Exactly. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Colin. All right. So for my Take segment, um, I usually like to do stuff that deals with the show. So I have a two-parter because one deals and one just kind of deals with what we were talking about when we first got on the show. So overall, my tip of tranquility or whatever is I think we all agree. Be yourself. Um, identify who you are. Learn who you are. Take that chance to get to know yourself for real, for real. You can do that through journaling. You can do that through taking yourself to lunch, taking yourself out on dates. I've done that. I've gone to the movies by myself, and it's it's good to if you can't be with, with yourself, yourself, then you can't be with nobody. Yeah, don't, nobody. don't expect nobody else to enjoy be, your company mm, when you can't even enjoy your own. Learn company. to be alone. Um, second, I think we're all a little run down in this room. We're kind of exhausted. And so I kind of want to talk about sleep hygiene. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people don't know what sleep hygiene is. Or, or they do. They just don't know it's called that. Mm-hmm. And uh, sleep hygiene, you can always look into it more. But a few tips is, you know, the general. No electronics in the bedroom. Have a routine with your bedtime. Meditate before when you wake up and when you go to sleep. Talk to your body. Your body's like a plant. You have to tell your body stuff like I love you and I care for you and and things like that because one you're making yourself feel better mm-hmm. and two root what they say, 30, 30 days it make, becomes a habit mm-hmm. and so if you continue to do that every single day your health will improve like I'm telling you go to the doctor and get your full physical and then spend the next thirty days waking up every morning telling yourself that you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, taking intentional breaths. That's what meditation is, intentional mm-hmm. breaths. So taking those intentional breaths before you start your day. Then starting your day, and when you go to bed, have a whole routine before you go to bed and start that routine at least 30 minutes to an hour before you decide that you want to go to sleep mm-hmm. because the rest of that is shut down time. Mm-hmm. So you're just laying in bed and whatnot. So you've already drunk, you've already peed, mm-hmm. you've already done your meditating, you told yourself good night, and now you're about to lay down and your body will be way, way more relaxed. I had a friend who um we had to pick something to do for ourselves um as maintenance for one of my classes and she did that. She um did breathing every morning and every night and she checked her heart rate mm-hmm. with her Apple Watch. And it was much better by the time we finished the class. Um, you can actually regrow stuff with inside yourself if you truly believe. Not everything. It's not like you losing a little kidney and I'm gonna get another one. Like it's not like that. But <laughs> we, disclaimer. Bro, this kidney. But I'm talking I need to be about, on this donor list. I'm about <laughs> certain brain cells, certain neurons, yeah. certain certain things that work together to make certain mm-hmm. um, other stuff function within your body a little bit more properly. You can rebuild those things if you 
truly take the time to love your body and it and you don't have to be health conscious you don't got to be a vegan like you don't have to do those things it's just more about taking the time to like check in on your body Mm -hmm. check in on yourself and with sleep hygiene um you you're preparing your day and you're ending your day Mm -hmm. and all of that Mm -hmm. so intentionally intentionally that's what it is i agree those intentions are something serious definitely well guys it's been another amazing episode all hearts and minds clear yeah we had a lot to talk about (laughs) but this was great so I'm all for a part two now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm talk we going to hold you to it, too. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. I'm encouraged. <laughs> we'll be back with more. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank y'all for joining us this week, and we will talk to you all in the next one. Uh, bye. Peace bye. Out. Talk to you later. <laughs>